0: what's up guys welcome back to another episode just wanted to give a quick shout out to those who listened to the last one Uh, i had a big uh outreach of comments from my last episode saying that i'm not alone and saying that how they're very proud of me and thanking me for putting that out there because some of my listeners feel like they're not alone and it's uh likewise um really crazy feeling to know that my concerns and my frustrations are the similar to yours so i really appreciate that if you guys want to know more if you guys have no idea what the hell i'm talking about it's uh literally my last episode i just posted so um yeah this episode um i'm gonna go a little bit into naming the steps i'm doing I'm taking slowly to sort of start the transition into going full-time in my uh, into my passion for those just a little reminder this is a fitness podcast but I am full-time at Costco all right and um, my plan is to try and put into motion the transition of, uh, me going full-time, uh, as a personal trainer, which is my passion. All right. So, and some of these steps, I was writing these down and, uh, some of these steps are steps that I give to my clients, uh, when we first sit down and, um, I, 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 I help my clients, do these steps throughout the journey that they embark on when it comes to the fitness journey of course and I as their coach I'm right there with them and I found it quite funny how um, certain tips I give to my clients for their health and fitness journey could definitely uh, impact um, your life all around. I sound really cheesy just saying that right now but it's true I'm going to go into a little bit of detail with that. Alright, so first one guys, uh, this is, keep in mind, this is for me, but could reflect, uh, it, it, it could impact your fitness uh, journey. First one for me is to be aware. Alright, to be aware of your current situation and understand that something is blocking you or is stopping you for from unlocking your, your, your fitness potential. All right, and for me my potential is to become to do this full time right now the reason why i put this number 1 is cuz number 1 thing that i notice about the majority of the people that come through and hire me is that they realize that they got way too comfortable with their current situation and some of them their comfort comfortness yeah some of the comfortness led to them becoming clinically overweight, clinically obese. And when you're obese, or when you're not just, when you're not living a relatively healthy lifestyle, there could be a lot of life uh, detriments that could come into play. Now, if you're 18 years old, and if you're listening to this, this advice could be extremely fucking boring. And I understand. I get it. But if you're my age, mid-30s, and you have a kid, and you're a parent, you're a mom, or you're a dad, and you could barely, you barely have enough energy to even hang around your kid, to pick up your kid, to hold your kid in certain positions, or just you're barely able to stand on your feet all day, right? Work is getting pretty busy. You're on your feet more. You're not at your desk a lot. Your back is hurting. I don't know you're always sweating, something, these are some of the cues that we tend to ignore. And keep in mind, these are some of the cues that shouldn't be an issue, especially at our age, right? So many of us get very comfortable to that and we get numb to it and we just feel and we just assume that, oh, this is part of growing up. No. No. It not alright? So the first one is to be aware of your situation and understand that something isn't working and something is blocking you from unlocking your truest and fullest potential, alright? Second one is to journal your thoughts, questions, and concerns. This one was a big one for me. To be honest with you, I started doing this I actually have a journal, well, I have, I had a journal, um, so, a little quick story time for you guys, uh, back in 2014, I was training for the 2016 Olympics, and at that time of my career, I just got a, I lost my license due to, uh, I lost my points because of, um. Uh, stupid things like stop signs and whatever. And when I lost my license, I applied for a restricted permit. Now, a restricted permit is when you have, when the judge grants you your license back, but specifically and strictly for your work. Now I took that and I ran with it. Keep in mind, my training facility was all the way in Montreal. And uh, I needed my license so I could get to point A to point B. Uh, I had my dream to pursue. I had my job to do, which my second job, which was, you know, to be an athlete. And yeah, but I didn't listen to them and I drove everywhere and I ended up getting busted. And I got my license taken away from me. I had a huge fine I had to pay. And uh, yeah, I was fucked from a guy who lives on the South Shore. To a guy who needs to go to Montreal, then back to the South Shore, and then back home at 11:30 at night. This was a huge wrench in my plan. Obviously, it was all because of me. And my coach was super happy that it happened to me because I was, and I was super pissed. I was like, I was, I was expecting him to help me out, and he goes, now you finally have a moment. You finally have moments in your day where you could journal your thoughts. I was going through some tough shit in my life. Uh, For those of you who are athletes, you guys could definitely understand the kind of... uh, Athletes or not, um, sometimes there's just too much shit that you guys got to go through. And uh, we feel like we don't have enough hours, we don't have enough time in the day to kind of take a step back. And this was kind of a blessing in disguise for me. So basically what ended up happening, I took bus Metro uh, fucking everything. all public transit to get to where I had to be and it gave me that opportunity to kind of journal my thoughts down. and I'll never forget the first time I journaled my thoughts down was I, I felt like it was like 10, I was 10 pounds lighter. All right now fast forward to now. I am now 32 years old. I have a son, I'm married, and I am thinking about making the transition from leaving my security blanket, which is Costco, which is full-time guaranteed paid job with uh, absolutely incredible benefits, steady hours, and it just works out perfectly for when landing goes to daycare, all that stuff. I have a lot to ask. Now, when I ask these, when I say this, it's not like I'm, I'm looking for answers or like I'm looking for the perfect, perfect solution to have all the answers I need to get all the answers I need. No, uh, I'm in an industry where if I go full time as a personal trainer, I, I, I got to take care of how I get paid how I have to take care of the taxes, all that stuff. So first things first, what I uh, who I started talking to is an accountant. And I started writing down my thoughts and my questions before I went to go see this accountant. The biggest frustration I have about myself is that there's some days where I wake up and my questions and my concerns are crystal clear. The topics of discussion that I want to bring up are crystal clear and professional but I don't write them down. And then I go into these meetings and then I'm just, I ended up, I I end up talking my, my head off, trying to come up with the, uh, trying to come up with the questions that I want to, I, I need answers to. Right. And same thing for you guys when it comes to your fitness concerns. Right, I have a lot of people, and this happens all the time. I know a lot of trainers of you. A lot, a lot of you trainers could agree with me. How many times do you have a client and you bring them into the office and it's their first, their first sit down, and you discuss the plans and all that stuff, and you bring up certain questions that you want them to answer, and they say, "Oh no, I got nothing at all." For example, no injuries, no past operations, no aches or pains. And I'm talking about the slightest aches or pains when you either put something over your head or you pull something under you or whatever. And then all of a sudden when push comes to shove, first week of training comes around and then boom, something happens. And then they end up saying, oh yeah, it's because I have this and I have a pacemaker and uh, I have, sometimes I have a hard time breathing. And then it's like, okay, whoa, we got to go back to the drawing boards which isn't an issue guys for those of you who are thinking about getting a trainer for us it's not an issue because it happens all the time but what's really what could be very effective is you guys or let's say you're about to hire a trainer and like you did your due diligence, you found a really good trainer, you 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 picked the right one, everything goes well Write down some of the concerns that you have and write down some of the aches and pains that you do have in specific moments of your day because they might not have the answer. We, we don't have the answers to everything, we as in the trainers. But one thing's for sure is that the more you ask questions, the more we know, right? So we could go back to our drawing board and we can look up certain information and then we could try and, you know, play it as we go. The majority the whole the whole thing about personal training when you go into when you hire a trainer it's kind of like a relationship you're, you're going through you're getting to learn you're getting to know that person as we go along now there's certain situations health situations if you need to address then we need to know absolutely of course but for the certain aches and pains it's very important that we that we know that right away. So when we start our our journey together, we start it the right way and don't we don't have to make you feel you the client feel like we're going backwards. That might happen, but it's important for the trainer to address that. Okay? Um this actually leads to my 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 third point and that's to talk about it. Talk about what you're going through to the people that you love and love you unconditionally and and or talk to a professional. Now, in my situation, uh I spoke to the I uh, I the person who loves me unconditionally are obviously my family and uh my wife, right? But here's the issue. Not an issue. Um This isn't the first time that I talk about, bring up, complain about um, me not going into personal training full-time, especially to my wife. I've tried going full-time as a trainer uh, about three times. The first time was a big, big, big one, and it was a big, absolute fucking fail. Because uh, I did not know how to manage my money. I had no idea about taxes. That's I'm going to get into that into an, in a whole other episode. Uh, pay your taxes. <laughs> and uh, I had no idea. I knew how to do my job properly. It's just the two biggest things I had no idea how to do. Was manage my time properly. And manage my money properly. Um and so with that being said those are the two biggest issues that I have that I have a uh, I have a hard time managing and so what I'm doing is I'm talking to professionals around these certain areas that could educate me on how to make do that better and I'll tell you this right now it makes it a total 180 of a difference And I'm talking like, I feel like quitting Costco right now and going into it head first. But it's a little bit complicated in my situation. I have a family that relies on me. Uh, You know, Landon's not even in daycare yet. And we are planning on having a second child. Morgan is not pregnant, but we are planning on going through this whole thing again in August. All right. So uh, I'm giving you guys a little heads up. We like to have a second kid and we like to have in the same timeline. So for me to go ahead first right now, me personally, isn't the right time. However, what I'm doing is I am, uh, this falls into my, my third uh, point is to, uh, I'm starting to create a timeline. I created a timeline and I, no, sorry, this is my third one. I'm doing things, I'm slowly doing things that I could do every single day, okay? I'm just going to get back to the, to the, uh, to my last one, my last point, which is to talk about to a professional. For you guys who are trying to uh, start this fitness journey or who gave up in their fitness journey because it was like, it, it was too much and. I hear this a lot. It's because, quote unquote, you want to enjoy your life by not working out. Uh, that's very, it's totally a contradicting, uh, sentence right there. Um, some of you guys started this fitness journey alone, which there's no, no problem with it, but, uh, a lot of you guys have structured your fitness journey around stupid, intense, ridiculous, I'm going to go back to the other words, stupid information that you read off the internet. For example, fasting. I'm not saying fasting is stupid. Fasting for weight loss is stupid. I'm going to go into that in a whole different uh, uh, episode. If you guys want want to learn a more about that episode, I posted a lot about fasting in my one of my episodes. I've, I have over 30 right now. I don't know which one. But yeah... Um, You guys take you guys start your journey by buying a fuck ton of supplements, fat burners, pre-workouts, all that stuff. And you're at the point where you are completely exhausted. You can barely go back. You could barely go to bed. And you're 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 high levels of anxiety, higher than normal. That's because all these fucking supplements that you're taking. And you are doing exercises that are completely contradicting what you're trying to do. You guys are going in it to lose all the weight right now, instead of going in it as, uh, with the mentality as you're trying to lose the weight and keep it off for the next 20 years of your life, right? You guys are going in it sprinting rather than walking. Okay. Having a conversation with a trainer like me or listening to this episode like mine, uh, could certainly help change the way you view things. And so this is what I mean. Talking to a professional just to get a different set of opinions could definitely may not change your opinion, but it might, it might motivate you to do it differently. All right. So now the the next one is to start. Something that you know that you can do every single day no matter what circumstances come about. Alright, now for me, uh, I love podcasting. I really, really, really do. The issue is there are certain topics of health and fitness that I need to really uh, sit down and to have my notes next to me and my topics of conversation next to me and to go about things in a more organized manner. Okay, Uh, so a couple examples is protein, carbs, fats. I know a lot about them, but these are so big because there's so many diet trends. There's so many fucking campers who are all about camp vegan, camp vegetarian, camp carnivore, camp all this stuff, my goal is to not create another camp or to support other camps. My goal is to educate all vegans, vegetarians, carnivore people that there are the, there's the best of some worlds, but what is important is to understand, fundamentally understand the pros and cons with all of them. And with that being said, it requires me to sit down, find at least two hours of my day to really talk. I'm not going to create a two hour fucking podcast. Absolutely not. But it's to basically jot down my, my notes, go through my own notes that I have throughout my um, my process as a trainer, as a nutritionist, well, as a quote-unquote nutritionist, uh, go through my years of wisdom and to jot it down and make it very transparent and to make it understandable and, and to make it, no pun intended, simple for you guys to understand. All right? So that's a big one. One of the things that I'm doing to overcome this And to kind of plant my seeds into getting you guys to know that, hey, if I have any health or fitness concerns, I'll right away talk to Justin Blackburn. One of the things I'm doing to kind of start that ball rolling, to get that ball rolling, is to create podcasts at least once a month. Or at least once a month. And one of the things that I'm doing regardless of any circumstance is I'm doing this while I'm driving to work, which is what I'm doing right now. Uh, on my way to work, just to give you guys a little bit of detail. I live in St. Philippe, which is the South shore of Montreal. And I work all the way in Varennes. Now, for those who don't know where that is, Varenne is about a good 30 minute drive. All right. I work at 430 in the morning. So on the way to work, there's literally no one on the roads, but trucks, I can literally go 100, uh, I could do 120 on the highway, cruise control without putting my foot on the brake pedal. One thing I'm doing to do this regularly and to do this without the feeling of I'm being uh, pressed with time is that I'm leaving 15 minutes earlier from my house Instead of going 120, I'm going 100 kilometers an hour. There is snow on the ground. And I'm just taking my time. And before I leave, I look over my notes and my topics of discussion. And I just speak my speak the truth. I speak my opinion, which is what I'm doing right now. And so that has been a game changer for me. And I'm actually enjoying it because, the, you know, it's... I get to do what I love to do, which is help you guys. All right, so that's 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 a big one for me. That's something that I recently realized, and I kind of uh, I started. I'm at work right now, but I have a good uh, twenty minutes to to before I go back go to work. And uh, so that's something I started right off the bat uh, when I when I first created this podcast, but I kind of lost because sometimes I sleep in. I I, I'm rushing in the morning, all that stuff. And it's pretty cool because if I wake up 15 minutes early earlier, I have more time to help around the house to get the, the, the day started for my wife. So my wife doesn't feel like she has to, uh, run around with the kid. Keep in mind, she's on, she's on maternity leave and she wakes up with, uh, with our son Landon. Uh, so yeah. Um, Now, how can you guys do this fitness wise? Now, keep in mind, a lot of you guys go into this fitness. It's now January, it's a New Year's resolution time. A lot of you guys go into this with, you guys are going fucking balls deep, head first. And you guys are just doing five, six days a week, all that stuff. Now, all that stuff is fine. I'm not saying that's bad because whatever you're doing is light years away of what you were doing before, which was most likely doing sweet fuck all, right? But I'm going to tell you right now with all, with my experience, I have over 15 years of experience with this, something is going to happen in your life or you're going to realize something in your life and you're going to be like, yo, fuck this. This is way too much. You hit a peak. You're not losing as much, whatever. One thing that I tell my clients all the time is to check how many steps they make. And they're like, oh, I make 5,000 steps. That's great. This is brought, This is probably very unattractive for you guys to hear. You guys will be like, "Oh fuck, here we go." Uh, all the here we go, another fucking guy talking about steps. Here's the thing: this is something that you could do, regardless of whatever happens in your life. Someone passes away. We tend to stop going physically going to the gym. Uh, work has uh, gotten hectic. We stop going to the gym. The first thing that is thrown out of our schedule is the gym. The first thing that we stop doing is the first thing that we add into our New Year's resolution, which is always working out. We always stop that. Or if you guys haven't, I applaud you. Good job. But when reality, quote unquote, kicks in, that's when it's like, I need more time to do this. Therefore, I gotta stop doing this because when we go to the gym, a lot of you guys go to the gym for hours on end, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you guys are trying to get your life in order, and when shit hits the fan, usually fitness is the first thing that comes uh, that is thrown off. Happens to me all the time with my clients, and one of the reasons, one of the things that I that separates me from most trainers is that I ask my clients how often will they how much do they think they could give me and they always say oh I could give you I, I want to train with you at least four times a week. I always cut that down to two because four times a week with me will last maybe a month but twice a week with me will last five years. okay now the reason why I'm go- I'm bringing up walking, is because we walk everywhere. And if you guys right now in your current state is, you guys are walking, let's say 5,000 steps, but you guys are the fucking parking spot Karens, and you guys are trying to find the the closest parking spot to the grocery store, you fucking people who park super close to Costco, you guys are fucking idiots. I'm not going to get into that, but you guys are fucking morons. Stop fucking doing that. So one thing that I tell my clients right off the bat is one, drink a lot of water. Okay. Two, park further away than what you used to. Start with that. Now, why drink a lot of water? Water's good for you, all that shit, but water gets you to get up off your ass and walk to the bathroom. So that's one. Number two. Whether your, your parent died or anybody died or wh- whatever crazy shit that happens in your life, the one thing that we are guaranteed, that's guaranteed to happen is walking. So if you can park farther, that increases your steps. The more steps you create, the more calories you burn long term. So just that alone. And I'm not joking. I do this all the time with my colleagues at work. Right now, we average about twenty thousand steps a day, and some of these guys barely average barely average five thousand because all they do is they they walk, they drive around their forklifts. I tell them the next pallet that you see that that's off, instead of giving it to us, get up off your ass and do it yourself. And they have all lost a tremendous amount of weight because they started walking. Last step is to create a realistic timeline and respect it with baby steps. And this is what I'm doing. My timeline is I'm giving myself a good year. I'm giving myself a year to get all my questions answered, to talk to all the professionals I need either around my industry or that those who help our industry, which is accountants, all that stuff. I I'm. I'm really, I'm cutting out certain people in my life and I'm incorporating other professionals in my life that can help my life a lot better. um, That can help make my life much easier and much better uh, for when I make this transition. The two biggest things that I have a hard time with is time management and money management. And I'm talking to a lot of people that are professionals and are expert in these fields. And I'm talking to them, not daily, But I'm jotting down my questions, and whenever I'm ready to have another sit-down meeting, I'm making another sit-down meeting. And they're open, they're very open with me, they're very transparent with me, they're very honest, and it has been a light, it has made a light years, a light year of a difference for me. And these are some of the steps I'm taking. The reason why I'm taking a year is because a lot has happened in my life over the year, which, for one, my son... And I feel like we still haven't, my wife is still on maternity leave. So I I have that feeling that, uh, that reassurance knowing that my wife is at home taking care of stuff. And when my wife goes back to work, that is going to be a huge shock to not only our life, but both of our schedules. So before I make a huge drastic step in my professional career that could might affect uh, that could definitely affect my time management, my money management, I have to, we have to, we as a couple, as as a family have to go through certain steps that could drastically affect the way we operate as as a team, me and my wife. And so with that being said, um, our family is still not over. We like to have a second child. So I'm giving this a year so we could get used to the whole daycare thing. We get used to my wife going back to work, all that stuff. And because like I said, um, I could be very selfish. Keep in mind, I'm a husband and that is my biggest pride and joy. And I'm a father, which is my two biggest pride and joys in my life. I need to respect that as a I need to respect those roles because no matter what, no matter what profession I do, at the end of the day, I am a husband and I am a father. And if I, if I'm not respecting those roles to my fullest, then I am not a good person. I do not feel like I am myself anymore. So that is my priority. And that is why I'm giving myself a year to do this, to go through chapters in our life as a, as a husband and as a father to go through the punches. Now the argument could be, these are excuses. There's always going to be something. I get that. I do. But my other step that I'm taking is I'm not comparing myself. I'm not comparing other fathers slash trainers to other fathers slash trainers. I'm not comparing myself to anyone. This is my life. This is my family, this is my timeline, this is my goal, these are my steps, and this is my way I'm going about it. And the biggest thing that kind of leads people off is the comparison trap. They, they, they compare, they compare people's money, they compare people's income, they compare people's journey and, uh, to theirs, and it, it leads to a very, very, very uh, negative, toxic relationship that you have with yourself and you have with your goals. And, um, I've been there and it sucks. And, um, like I said, I res- I have done all of these steps accordingly. I've implemented all of these steps and we are, what day are we today? We are the 18th of January and I already feel like a brand new person. And I already feel, I feel super confident in my ability, physically, cognitively, mentally, spiritually, that I can make, I, I could do this properly. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, to, to, to see what the future has in store for me. Now for you guys, it's the exact same thing. You guys go into this fitness journey with the goal of I want to lose 20 pounds for summer. And you guys go about it with the super intense manner. Where you know you guys go intense, intense, intense. Cut your calories in half without even knowing how many calories you eat in a day. And you go do these stupid diet trends. And you you fuel yourself with fucking supplements and all that stuff. And then summer comes and good for you. You guys did it. And then after what happens, you know, terrace season comes up, parties, pool parties, alcohol, all that stuff, which you guys fucking deserve. You guys sacrifice so much. You guys deserve all that party. You guys deserve all, all that clout. You know what I mean? All that shit. But then you end up getting fatter and bigger than you were before because you just sacrificed so much in your year. And you starved yourself and you did all this stuff that everything in your body becomes hypersensitive to the things that you once ate. And then when you overindulge, which we all do, it starts becoming, it starts turning into visceral fat, right? Which is the fat above the muscles, above the organs, above all that. And it starts to become uh, harder to lose the weight than ever before. So, my goal for you is to create a timeline where, let's say, you want to start for till next summer. Let's say you want to do this summer, shit, which is very possible. Your perspective, your mentality going into this is how can I lose, let's say, 20 pounds till July? and how can i keep it off till next july i have so many other steps i could give you guys but i'm just going to cut it right there because just with that sec with that addition of how can i keep it off changes your whole way of going about things because now you guys are talking about maintaining you guys are so focused on shredding. You guys don't worry about maintaining, right? And that could change the way you go about things in your journey. All right. And with the steps, well, if you guys have no idea how to create these baby steps when it comes to your fitness and health concerns, contact me. I'm in the process of of, of I'm in the process of, of planting my seeds for you guys to know who to contact right away when it comes to your fitness and health concerns. I want to be that guy by next January. I want to have so many clients. So when I make my transition, I want to have so many clients that I, I want to help everybody, whether it's online coaching or one on one training, whether it's off season training for athletes, or if it's, for aches and pains and weight loss and whatever the heck concerns you guys have. I am in the process of starting my baby steps. These are my baby steps. Slow and steady wins the race. At least that's the way I I go about it, all right? So if you guys have any other questions, literally about anything, health and fitness, anything, please, I'm your guy. Contact me, all right? Do not be shy. Contact me on my Instagram Contact me on, fuck, I have a TikTok page now, uh, Facebook, or even message me on, face, uh, on, uh, on, on Facebook Messenger. You guys know where to contact me, all right? And most importantly, guys, don't forget to keep it simple. Thank you guys so much for listening and taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I hope this has helped you because these steps have helped me dramatically over the course of my life, all right? And... Um, If you guys have any questions, once again, for the millionth time, please don't be shy to ask me. All right. Thank you guys so much. Take it easy.